I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 18:21. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Creek Dog Supply, our go-to for everything hunting dog related. Timber Creek has been in the dog supply business for 20 years and supports multiple tree and running dog organizations. Check them out at TimberCreekSupply.com or on Facebook at Timber Creek Dog Supply. Hey guys, we'd like to thank Precision Aluminum Fabrication for their support and sponsoring the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Precision Aluminum Fabrication is located in Amite, Louisiana. You can contact them through their Facebook page at Precision Aluminum Fabrication or their website at www.PrecisionDogBox.com. They specialize in custom aluminum welding from custom dog boxes, aluminum water tanks, aluminum toolboxes, all built to the customer's request. They guarantee the best price on the market without giving up top quality work. If you're in the market for a new dog box, give them a shout. Leave them a message on Facebook or precisiondogbox.com. We'd like to take this time to thank Mr. Jeff Island with the Ground Floor Landscape Supply for his support in the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Thank you. Hello. What's going on, Big Daddy? Oh, not much. What are you into? Oh, man, you know, just living the dream, I reckon. That's what we call it these days, you know, when you grow up and have to work and 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 raise youngins so <laughs> i understand all about that <laughs> so how's everything going in your world good good staying busy and finally starting to get some decent weather we're going to get to hunt a few days man it's 82 here in mississippi right now at 2 hey, we got a cold front coming in this week it's only been like 73 today but we're supposed to be back up 88 89 Saturday. dang man you ain't been you've been just tuning on dogs ain't been nowhere huh ain't nothing no i don't i don't usually hunt too much in the summer and then once it starts you know gets into september i'll go just a couple of days a week just trying to get the edge knocked off and and you know start to get back in the rhythm of things that's right that's right that's kind of how we did i you know i'm fortunate down here as a young fella he's a preacher as a matter of fact young guy's name's noah clark and he uh he hunts some dogs for some guys and in the pub for the public and man there was a little old 30 dollar hunt this weekend and uh it ain't an hour from my house and i done planned on going so i sent uh the my little woody female to uh to him to tune her up for a couple weeks uh it snuck up on me really and daggum, yeah. I, shoot, man, I got to thinking, I was like, crap, dude, that's the same day that I have to be in Orange Beach for my uh, my company sales meeting. So anyway, I had a guy handle her for me because I done paid Noah to tighten her up. But anyway, um, 
well shoot man this let's get this bad boy kicked off and uh you know let's get it going because i've been wanting to get to you a while and dude we just i mean one after the next this thing has really really blowed up and i'm telling you man this is when i first so i had guys i mean people that i didn't know that just on facebook they was like man you ever you ever thought about doing a podcast for squirrel hunting i was like heck no well you talk to anybody and i was like well i'm a salesman so that's part of my job but uh, part of the job yeah <laughs> so uh but no uh and then man finally i just man i went to talking to my preacher about it. he's like man maybe there's something to that i don't know nothing about podcasts but he said uh maybe there's something to it so i just man i just well, i rolled with it job so far that's I, for sure i rolled with it and man i just uh anyway that's enough about me i just wanted to kind of touch on that a second but uh so shoot man tell us your name and a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how you got your start we'll just talk dogs for a minute well uh john perkins uh 33 years old from Oyster, kentucky um uh, i've pretty much followed some kind of tree dog on and off my entire life uh when i was a kid uh before i had a dog of course you know our family's all pretty close and me and michael that's uh, right that you know that's my uncle and uh he coon hunted and we have a great uncle or well it's his uncle my great uncle and his son they both hunted and uh on friday and saturday night you know my mom and dad was always over there of course my papa he lived right there beside them and they was they'd play cards and, and be out you know all night playing cards and of course joe and michael and and david all of them they would uh they'd be going coon hunting and i wanted to go so bad i couldn't stand it because I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't want nothing to do with having to sit there all night and with them playing cards. So finally got big enough where, uh, where they would start taking me some and it just, it, it bit me and, and I never looked back. That's right. That's usually, I mean, the, the, the people that we interview, that's exactly, you know, that's, that's what we all have in common. We have been bit and we just, we keep wanting more. Yep. Yep. I, uh, of course, like I said, started out coon hunting and stuff, and Michael always kind of had a squirrel dog around and here and there, but not not nothing like we do now. So, I mean, I mainly, you know, just like pretty much everybody else, I, I started, you know, on squirrel do- or on coon dogs, then, you know, transferred later on to, to squirrel dogs. But we had beagles. Uh, of course, our uncle, he had a hunt preserve and, and uh, done bird hunts and stuff, so i got the full effect of that too i got to eat up with bird hunting out there guiding hunts and stuff for them and running them bird dogs and our cousin he uh he trained field trial bird uh, dogs and horses and uh he kind of got where he was handling dogs and breaking dogs for people he ended up moving out west to, to kansas so during the during the fall when you know season was open and i got to go out there and guide a bunch and you know handle dogs for the hunters and stuff while they was doing that so i've always been like i said in into some kind of dog that's right that's kind of how you know again that's we all have that similar deal you know whether it be coon hunting or you know i grew up hunting deer dogs we still hunt deer dogs today all but i coon hunted i treed you know squirrels my granddaddy that's how i grew up you know my first tree dog was a squirrel dog but 
again we all kind of transition into this thing and uh, <laughs> yep. yeah you know we end up getting bit and again we just keep going yep that's uh that's a fact they've definitely been a blessing to me you know they they kept me out of a whole lot of trouble when when i was growing up and stuff you now i still you know i've done my ripping around and chasing girls and, and partying <laughs> but you can bet your butt sometime that night i don't care how big the party was i turned the dog loose it might have been three or four o'clock in the morning or it might have been right at dark but i at least went hunting for a little while before i showed up <laughs> that's it you had to that's uh that's exactly right so uh well tell us about how you got your start in your you know your first competition dog or whatnot uh coon hunting or squirrel hunting let's go with uh either one whatever well the coon hunts of course me and scott renfro we become big buddies and and michael of course he he'd started the competition side of it you know and he'd been hunting and done some winning and i started just kind of tagging along with scott and uh doug blackwell he was he lives here real close to us and him and uh, his son and scott they was real close in age together so we would go to hunts i just kind of tagged along with them and at this time i had a pretty good dog but again i was kind of you know really not wanting to get forward you know go at it and was scared of getting beat basically you know i knew i had a coon dog but you know i just i was kind of scared to get my feet wet and uh one night we it was, it was right around october acorns was on real good and we went hunting and scott had a pretty nice dog he was handling for a guy and of course we went hunting and i absolutely just throttled him i mean she <laughs> she was a coon dog and you he's put like, it on him like, huh? you, yeah he's like you need to take her this weekend there's a little club here not too far from the house you need to go this weekend so i was like all right well michael went me and scott we went over to the hunt and of course like i said i'd kind of been at a few hunts but didn't really know the rules and got back to the club and Mike's like well how'd you do I was like well I treat three things like, did you win I was like no I got beat he's like what do you mean you got beat like I told him and he told him what happened and he said well I hate to tell you this but you got yourself a $25 lesson and that <laughs> stuck that stuck with me to no end so for the next next probably two or three months i i went to hunts with them and i i mean i watched every move and every call that someone made read the rules and you know doing, doing just anything i could to you know figure out what i needed to do so the next time i went to i uh i actually draw scott in the hunt and drawed a guy named terry hogue he was hunting a dog. I cannot remember this dog's name, but he'd been doing a bunch of winning. And I, you know, I can remember seeing him in the pro hound and stuff, his name or his picture that he won here or there, you know. And uh, I was nervous wreck. And uh, <laughs> the little female, she ended up treating his during his weekday hunt and iron. She ended up treating it three singles again on that iron hunt. And the third hunt, the third coon that we went to, we uh she we were not too far from the truck and he said y'all got a gun in that truck scott said yeah he said go get it that, that terry that guy did so we walked up there and got it and uh he said she deserves it she needs it he said she absolutely made us look stupid he said what case of buddy's that dog super staked i said i don't i have no idea you know what right. what he was even talking about he's like i'm fixing to go to the super stakes with this idiot i've got he said and it looks like i need to just stay home <laughs> so <laughs> 
then, uh, then like I said, it just it kind of evolved from there. Uh, you know, I wanted, and once I got the taste of it, and I won that first one, right? I I, I wanted to draw the everybody who I'd seen in them magazines. That's how you was and, after. Uh, yes, I you know I wanted to see how I stacked up. You know, I wanted to see if my dog could compete with them guys that I was seeing. You know, month in and month out, getting their picture taken. Yeah. And uh, it just it, it went from there. Then, then you know, eventually years later on, I got switched over to the squirrel dogs. So what did you do when you, like, all right, so you just, did Michael or did Josh, did they just say, hey, let's, let's you know, you ought to get you a squirrel dog, or how did that happen? Well, I'd actually, I'd quit, I'd quit coon hunting, and I didn't have a dog. I had some run of bad luck there. I had a, uh, I actually had a female that uh i got into the semifinals of the pkc world with and uh when we come back she caught blastomycosis and it ended up killing her like a month later and uh the guys that i was handling for at the time they turned down a bunch of money for while we was out there and you know they kept asking me well i said look i don't own her i just hunt her i was like don't get me wrong i was like i'd be you know sad if you got rid of her because she was a good one but i was like you know it's y'all's call then, like I said, turn around a month later, she ended up uh, she ended up uh, dying. Then uh, Dave Cease out of Pennsylvania ended up calling me. He had a female called Stinger that Doug Blackwell had owned at one time that he'd done a bunch of winning with, and he ended up selling her to Dave. And you you kind of knew you knew her, huh? I guess. Yeah, I'd been with her, and I mean, I drawed her a couple times, and I mean, she was just a solid solid comp dog i mean I, i'd give anything to have one like her you know these days because i i for sure be back in the coon hunting let me tell you <laughs> but uh i ended up uh we went to get i ended up breeding her to bone collector that was when he was doing he'd done all of his bunch of winning and stuff and right. we went down to, to down to the truck hunting breader and uh a buddy of mine he'd had his dog in the final the top 16 of the state race and he's like hey i can't get off work so can you take him down there and hunt him for me and i was like yeah i guess i was like uh, you know trying to figure out who i was gonna get to hunt stinger because i had her up like second or third in the state race of pennsylvania but she was bred and i said well i ended up getting a hold of michael and uh he said yeah i'll handle her for you and uh, so we went down there and ended up a storm tornado come in that night on that cast and she got out of pocket and out of hearing and uh end up getting run over got hit by a car oh, be dog. so she was, there, yeah. that all happened in like you know eight nine months and i was like look i you know i've got to take a break <laughs> uh you know i said i'll just i'm gonna step away but that's as far as squirrel dogs, yeah that, that's tw- two that me and michael had had that we you know he we had we owned a silver dollar stone female together and one night she got to run the deer and we just drove off and left her and she was way in there way away from the road and uh, we went down the road, was going to hunt a young dog, and ended up uh, coming back, and she was still gone, gone. So we laid a jacket down there, you know, towards tracker. Back then, it was just the old beep beeps. That's right. And uh, she ended up getting hit by, by a dump truck. A guy called me the next morning and ended up seeing her get hit. So that's Dang. two that me and him had had that had got run over. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's kind of like one of them, you know, here's your sign. Let's just chill yeah. for a minute. Yep. So like I said, I stepped away and, and stuff and, uh, I hadn't hunted for a while. Well, but, and this, 
in the meantime, that's when Michael had kind of got woody and he, well, he'd had a few, you know, dogs here and there and I'd went up and went with him some and, you know, this and that, and he'd got woody. And the first time, you know, I went with woody, I was like, boy, I don't know what in the world you were thinking. Hunting this thing. <laughs> it you know, I mean, all, all the, all the stuff he'd had before, I mean, right. you know, they, we went to a tree, they had, you know, you went in there and you killed a squirrel because, of course, he handled dogs. I'd shoot, you know, yeah. I had a blast. You know, it was kind of more of that kind of deal. And uh, uh-huh. I kind of just, you know, brushed it off. Josh has got, which Josh at that time had had a dog called Big John, a right. uh, big walker dog out of track man. So <laughs> he ends up, they'd done some winning and stuff with him, Josh had, and I think Scott Burgess, he'd hunted him some for Josh. But Josh, of course, in the wintertime, it's hard for him to get away because, you know, where he works at the state, and yeah. uh, I think they was having the Iron Man hunt up at Mount Orb. And uh, all I'd heard about was, you know, you know, the who's the who was, was Greg Maynard. You know, that was the guy that to beat. That's right. And uh, we went up there, and I and Michael ended up, he's like, yeah, go get Big John, him and Josh on him or whatever, and partners. And I called Josh, and he's like, yeah, that's fine. So I hunted him that week by myself, you know, just learning him, whatever. And I went up there and ended up drawing Greg, the very first hunt I go to. I'll be dang. And, uh, yeah, and he had, you know, of course, he had Festus at that time. And uh, I ended up getting beat. And Michael got sick. He got a bug or something that, that night. So we ended up going the next day. But uh, it was probably about a week later or so. Of course, back then, USDC hunts was, you know, mainly $100 was the biggest entry fee. Right. And uh, they, uh, Michael calls me. He's like, hey, I'm going to this hunt way up in Indiana. He's like, they got an entry. He said, you want to go? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, get on here and tell this guy that, you you know, you'll take his entry. So I did. And uh, I ended up getting, you know, taking Big John up there and ended up winning it. Uh, it, was, it was me, uh, Michael was hunting Woody, and Tom Smith in the finals. I'll be and, uh, I ended up winning it. And from then on, I was hooked. Just, <laughs> I mean, it was the same it was the same thing like it was with the coon dogs. I just, I, I got the bug and I started enjoying it and stuff. And, uh, Did you kind of push that, big John since Josh was kind of working or whatnot. It yeah. Well, right after that, I won that hunt and, uh, Joey Poston had actually called Michael. He's like, Hey, we've got a spot open, uh, for the, uh, for the JPI. He said, uh, he said, I know that, you know, that dog, that big John dog y'all got's been doing some winning. Uh, do you want to come down here? So, boom, just like that, within two months' time, bam, I'm invited down there to the, JP, to the yeah. invitational hunt. So right. What was? What did was you tell me? What did you tell me? Big John was. He was directly off a of track man. Track he man. was a full so hound. He was yep. a full hound. Okay. Yep. He was a nice. You know, he was a nice dog. He would tree squirrels. Uh, you know, he was. He was just. You know, he was your typical squirrel hound. You know, I mean, tree I mean, Don't get me wrong. There's yeah. some out there. There's a lot. You know, a lot more accurate and stuff, but. I mean, he would treat squirrels as he come to them, but he, you know, he would get you on the paper when you needed it. That's right, and that's what, yeah. In this game, like you said, this set of this, this, these hunts we go to, there's a set of rules that we have to to abide by. And man, a lot of times these hounds and they fit those rules a lot better than some of them, you know. <laughs> they've uh, they've done well for me, that's for sure. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. I I had one that, and I remember when I first got him, you were doing and everything you went to with cruise you won and uh i messaged you i said uh 
I said, hey, I got a hound that I call Big Mo. I ended up selling him. I liked him, but uh, yeah. I said, uh, I got a hound. You think it'd hurt him to coon hunt him? And he's like, I don't coon hunt mine, but <laughs> yeah. you know. I turned uh, I turned crews loose one time. There were some young boys that was around here. It was like in the middle of summer. They wanted to go hunting. They just got into dogs and stuff. And, and uh, that's the only time I ever turned him loose at night that's right that's right so uh so go on about so you got you went to the jpi i'm sorry i interrupted you yeah well, you're fine yep i uh, went to the jpi and i ended up drawing uh i actually ended up drawing uh bo dooley with big man oz that's when he owned him at the time and uh russ uh covington had anna right and uh it was just it was a bad day there wasn't nothing moving and Heck, I was in the lead, you know. I had I'd made four or five trees, and I think Bo had made one tree with Oz right as soon as we turned loose. And I think Anna had made Anna had made maybe one, two trees, and I think maybe it covered me once. And uh, we cut loose with like 13 minutes left to go. And uh, Big John rose up in their tree, I mean, blowing the top out of it, just, you know, just normal like he always did. And uh, Russ looked at me. I said, I'm almost going to sit back, see what happens. Because like I said, we hadn't heard, you know, them two other two hadn't really been doing much at all. Right. And uh, Anna comes in there and pulls two barks and he trees her. And uh, we go in there and they're together and we walk down over the hill and I look up and they're up in a cedar and a vine running right up in it with a nest. And I was like, you have got oh, to be kidding me. So sure enough, we pull it, pull the vine one time, a squirrel runs out. So that was pretty much the end of my JPI, <laughs> I thought. And uh, right at the very end, we had just a few minutes left. Well, some other stuff went on there. We ended up turning them loose, and they kind of come back and uh, uh, end up having to handle them and whatever, then end up getting them cut back loose and treed in. But uh, we had just 30 seconds left or something like that, and Bo had treed Oz right out the hill from us. And uh, we walk in there, and after we scored ours, because we was actually treed in first, and uh, Bo standing probably – 40 yards away and i'll never forget this from this oak tree and it's big around as a 55 gallon drum maybe bigger and right. 80 feet tall and about 25 30 feet up there's a hole so i walk up i said bo did you find him yet he said nope ain't even looked and joey poston he was our judge on the cast he said all right time working and i swear to you everybody can attest to this he made one step never touched the tree took one step and that squirrel ran out of that hole oh be dang and, and he ended up winning <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't meant for you to win it nope nope so it was it was a pretty wild cast but uh dang after that course you know we was getting there close to the uh, world hunt and josh had actually you know scheduled where he could so I ended up not having the dog. So that's how Cruz ended up coming along. So where did you, uh, did you get him as a pup or did you know somebody had him or? Nope. I was sitting on lunch break one day. Uh, we were sitting there eating dinner and, uh, I got on Facebook, everyone scrolling through and, uh, them boys out of Alabama posted him for sale, said that he'd been in a couple NSD hunts and, uh, he had placed and, uh, said any questions ask you know call rod hardy you know he, he'd handled them for them boys right. uh, a couple times 
So I got on there and I sent a picture to Michael and I called him. He's like, I don't, you know, he's like, well, if he, you know, you can call and try him, you know, see what they say. So I called Rod and he's like, yeah, he's like, he's a pretty nice dog. You know, he needs hunted. He, you know, needs some little work, a little tweak and stuff. He's like, but he, you know, he, he's got a lot of potential. So finally I called them boys back and I said, look, I said, I'll take him. I was like, but I am not coming down there to try him. I said, you know, what, what's your bottom dollar? So they priced him and I said, I'll take him. So I ended up calling Rod back and told him, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'm going to buy that dog. He said, well, hey, I'm coming up for the, for the world hunt next week. He's like, I'll just pick him up on my way and drop him off to you. I was like, hey, that'd be perfect, you know. So my wheels went to turning, and uh, I was like, hey, there's a qualifying round. He's getting here Thursday. I was like, I'll turn that sucker loose, you know, Friday morning, then I'll go up there and see if I can get him qualified. Right. And uh, I picked him up at like 1130 down off the interstate uh, from Rod. And uh, next morning, me and Michael got up, turned him twice. He shot in there and got treed, loaded him up, and we headed to Mount Orb, Ohio. <laughs> you didn't know if you liked him or not. I, all I knew is that he would get treed. And uh, we ended up, I drawed uh, Jeremy McQuarrie and Dwayne George, I think is who it was, uh, in my qualifying round and ended up winning. So I was, you know, I was in for the big dance then. Oh, uh, ain't no doubt about it. You was... Yeah. Uh, you was doing, you was high stepping at, at, after you done got in. <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, I I'd only heard the dog make you know two trees. That's it. So, so I was tickled to death just to make it there. That's right. They counted. <laughs> that was two good yep. trees. Yep. So uh, then uh, we ended up hunting Saturday, of course, and uh, I ended up winning that morning. And he treated a squirrel. That was the first squirrel that I'd seen him under. Was that one that morning? Then that afternoon, I ended up drawing Isaac Peavy House. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was hunting a dog that, well, Michael actually used to own a cuz dog. Right. Um, I got and, him uh, lying. I got Isaac. He's go, well, I talked to him the other day. He's go, yeah. he's fishing now, but I'm going uh, oh, yeah. to get him on there. Yep, he's been behind some good ones, that's for sure. That's right. But, uh, so, but, my, uh, he, yeah, to finish up. Yeah, I just, I ended up, like I said, drawed him with cuz and, Ended up winning that evening and uh, turned around Sunday morning and drawed uh, Michael Collins and ended up winning that cast. And Dang. next thing you know, I was in the finals with, with me, Michael, and Tony Walters with Skeeter. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a uh, – geez, dude, that's, that's that's awesome. I mean, it is, uh, you know, man, it, the ball has really rolled your way, with, you know. Yep. Yep. I got very lucky with him. That's for sure. He, and that's what I try to tell everybody, you know, everybody, like I said, boys, he just, he's, he knows what he's got to do to win. I said, you know, that's, he just, he's got that competition drive that, you know, that most don't have, you know, and he's consistent, you know, he, he by no means is what I call a squirrel dog. You know, he ain't something that I'd follow out here pleasure hunting, but, I mean, he, you know, he comes across squirrels, he's going to treat them. He's liable to go, you know, four for four as well as he's liable to go two for eight. That's right. And that's, <laughs> well, look, I got a cur the same way. So, yeah, you know. And I, I you know, I, I'm probably different than a lot of people. Of course, you know, I know I am just because of the fact, you know, you know, how they, you know, they say they won't have, you know, this or that or that, whatever, you know. I look for consistency. Give me that one that's consistent. I, I, that, that, 
oh, well, you know, I went eight for eight. Well, that don't mean nothing. You out there by yourself, you know, you line two other dogs up there beside it. Give me that one that's consistent week in and week out. And it don't matter if it's 90 degrees or if it's 10 below zero and the wind's blowing. Give me that one that's always out there giving you a chance. That's right. And and I'll say this, you know, I, you know, if I can go and, I mean, I'm hunting on Saturday in a competition. Man, if he goes out there and trees four squirrels, hey, I am doing backflips. But if he goes yeah. out there and wins by on circle points, guess what I'm doing? I'm coming home with a check, you know, or. Uh, I, I went to knowing that there's that chance, you know. Do I want to treat exactly. squirrels? Absolutely. But I'm hunting a dog that can get treated in these bad conditions. And, I mean, if you, you didn't have to come to that hunt to, to get beat by that. You know what I mean? No. So, I, I look, yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy these competitions just about as much as anything. And, like I said, I'm there to win. So That's exactly. I mean, that. That, the competition part is what drives me. I, like I said, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I don't care if we're playing goldfish. I want to beat you. It, <laughs> it don't matter what it is. I, you know, I, and I've always been that way. And even, you know, I, you know, I played competitive softball and, you know, played baseball through school and, and it don't matter what it is. You know, I want to beat you and it ain't no different with these dogs. You know, I, you know, you're a team. It's you and the dog against them other two handlers and their dogs. That's right. You know, and then that's, you know, if it, you know, everybody, they always, you say, oh, well, he's, you know, circle point cruise, circle point cruise. Well, you know, there's four or five time OMCBA world champions out there that, you know, that circle point dog just sent you back to the house. Also, <laughs> there's, there's four or five probably OMCBA world champions that's won on circle points too. Yeah. Yeah. But just because he's a hound, which I understand, you know, he, hounds ain't for everybody and that, and that's fine, but you know. You want to win. You know, I, I mean, just, mm. That's exactly right. I want that one that's consistent. I don't care what color he is. That's right. That's right. So you win. Did you win that? Did you win the world hunt? No, I ended up getting second. Uh, Michael ended up having 350 and I had 325. Oh, and I man. think, yep. And I actually, I actually had a squirrel to win and uh the second to the last tree and we went we split off woody a tree of course me and another backup judge and i think josh and maybe another spectator we kind of went over to cruise that was one before everybody had to stay together and uh as i handled him and i went around to the back side the squirrel run around and went right into a hole dang it but like i said you know and that's what i told michael i said you know it don't get me wrong i wanted to win a world title but I think it would have done more harm than good for me being the first hunt that I'd ever had the dog in. You know, at this time, I've heard him make 12 or 14 trees in three days, you know, and to go out and win a world title, <laughs> it would have been. Ooh, that may have been, you may have been, uh, you might might have had to ha ride with somebody. Somebody may have had to put <laughs> yeah. your head in the back seat, you know. Oh, they, they already had to. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I was tickled to death just to make it, you know, get qualified let alone being the final cast on sunday and rightfully so and rightfully so you should have been excited and happy and proud of your dog because that's what i'll tell yeah. anybody you know i'll tell that too like i said i still didn't know what i had you know i mean sunday he he hadn't been hunted them boys hadn't been hunted and i mean his feet chris was so sore that he could barely walk i mean we 
literally thought we, I didn't even have a dog kennel when I bought this dog. <laughs> I had him at Michael's and we had to pretty much pack him to the truck that morning. Oh, man. I mean, his feet was just plum raw. And I mean, in that final cast, it, it actually worked out because we didn't get to hunt. Something went on in the, in the Sunday morning cast in the final six and the dog got scratched. So, you know, I didn't have to hunt, but like six minutes. That was nice. So, you know, which it was good for me because, like I said, mine, he barely even walked his feet so sore. But I told Michael, I said, I don't know, you know, what he's got, what he's going to be, but I'll tell you one thing, he's got heart. And he had, yeah, that's exactly, that's the meaning of it, right? You hear it, you know, I want heart, I want heart, that's heart right there. Yeah, I mean, then we cut loose across them bean fields up in Ohio, and I mean, them other two would run off and leave him, and I mean, he looked like he was, his feet was on fire. He was just trying to get off of them so much and walk, walking across them fields. That's right. Dang, boy. So that was your first world hunt. What'd you do? And you you, you hauled him the next year, and you did a the lot of winning. The next year, I, yep, I pushed him as hard as I could. I think I never took worse than fourth place that year except for the world hunt in 2018 you had his feet uh, right world, then <laughs> yep i i started once i got back home i laid him up for three or four days and uh i started just hunting him some there through the end of march and into april just to kind of figure out what exactly i had and i told michael of course we went hunting and stuff and you know he he said you got something he said i you know if you can keep it together you know he said i think you're going to do well so mm -hmm. And sure enough, I like I said, I ended up, I don't know, I won three or four hunts that year. And, and like I said, never took worse than fourth place other than the world hunt. I think I ended up, I won my first round and ended up getting beat that afternoon. But Just got just, beat I, by another dog or squirrel? Yeah, or he looked good. Just He looked good, just got beat. I don't remember that's exactly right. what it was, but that's one thing about him. He's always been, he's always been consistent. I mean, that's, that's the main thing that I can say about him. He's just, he's always out there giving you a chance. Now, I mean, there's been a few times that I've got throttled and I've quit. I mean, Samuel Green, he nationals one year, we got down to the, I think it was the final six and I drawed a hundred percent pure joy. Right. And she absolutely, well, she made it look a whole lot or it was, it was going to be a lot worse than what it was. I'd made two trees. And she was on her third squirrel. Then I finally treated a squirrel, and I told I told Samuel, I said, "Let's go to truck." He said, "What? We we still got like 45, 50 minutes left." I said, "I don't care. She ain't treating another one on me." <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she did did Keith go on to win it? Yeah, that's the year he won it. And I I walked back in the clubhouse, and I told Greg he was in the final, and I don't remember who the other one was. I said, "I'm telling y'all right now, if you all put her in squirrel, <laughs> she is going to throttle y'all." Yeah, and she's she going to beat y'all's eyeballs out. I'm telling you right now, she looked about as good as any one dog I've ever seen in a day. Hey, I tell you, Joey, you know, uh, I've had a lot of compliments on that on that podcast we did last week. But uh, Joey, um, he had told me, he's like, man, you ought to holler at Keith. He said, you know, he raises real dogs and stuff. Yes, uh, sir. You won't find a better guy. And either, they, that's that's what sure. he said. He's a fine fella. But, uh, and will walk you to death. <laughs> so, Joey, well, she was for real, huh? Yeah, so that was the only time that I'd got to go with her. Um, but I'm telling you right now, she was the real deal that day. I mean, it was just, it was her weekend. I mean, that, 
you know, she proved that in the finals. She proved that in the cast before. I mean, it was just, it was her day. It was her weekend. That's right. And, uh, you know, and that's what's good. You know, some people won't give credit. I ain't going to call no names, but some people will not give credit. If it's not their dog, they they just assume just not even talk about it. And that tears yeah, my tail up, boy. I've been beat by some good dogs, and I'm gonna, I'll brag on your dog just as much as I'll brag on mine. I'll tell yep. you, I, I hunted with uh, Wade, or actually I judged Wade, and uh, it was Wade. I mean, it was Messiah. It was uh, Action Jackson and uh, the Razor Dog. And yep. They all treat squirrels, but man, Masai did it just better. I mean, he was just he, he just made he made four trees and had four squirrels, and I mean, he just did a great job. And that is as good as I've seen a dog look in an hour. You know, just boom, yep. boom, boom, and he had, you know, it was it was crazy. But anyway, and like I said, I will brag on your dog just like I'll brag on my own. I like mm. I like good dog work. Yep, I'm the same way, you know. If if you beat me, what? I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't get wrong. I've been beat by that dog that follows me around all day and and slips over and trees a squirrel. And you probably ain't gonna hear me say too much then. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. You I, I just told you know. a story on here, ladies and gentlemen. I just told a story. I will not brag on that dog i will yeah, not I'll, I'll congratulate you and shake your hand but i promise you won't hear me brag about your dog but it's part of the game i mean we're all out there and that's that's, right. that's part of it but uh like i said that i believe that as far as i'm concerned and all the cats that i've been into she's been the absolute best as far as one day dog that i've seen would have been her that's right that's good uh i heard that about her i heard she was she was really really nice what um yep what about like so after that you go back because i mean how, oh yeah that's what i was going to ask you uh what how is, how is he cruise bred he's off a of nowhere stylist legend okay he legend. is actually all he's got it all grand pedigree he's got, really yeah his his papers are long of a bed of a pickup truck <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, you. So after, so how old is he now? Cruz will be nine in October. So did you? So at what last year? Because I mean, didn't you bring him out a couple times, or maybe was that the year before? Last last year, one whole pretty much one whole year, he didn't get to hunt. Well, the first year they had the truck hunt, right two days before the truck hunt, he ended up running a stick or something through his side and cut in between his ribs so i had to lay him up then he ended up getting sick uh so one like basically one whole year i didn't get to hunt him at all um but last year i wasn't i hadn't really planned on hunting him i was gonna wait you know i was gonna hunt him here and there just you know keep him in shape and and uh you know pick and choose what i went to and uh i just got to looking one night on the nsd website and was pulling up there was looking and I was like, dang, I was like, man, he, he's almost Hall of Fame. It's like, I, 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 you know, he deserves that, you know. So I said, I'm going to hunt him, you know, at the just the few that's around here that we have and stuff. And I said, I'm going to try to see if I can't get him, you know, at least, you know, Hall of Fame this year. And uh, so we ended up doing that. Uh, I ended up, I ended up hunting him in enough to get him, to make him Hall of Fame. I think I had him in, they had him in two casts before I got him. I think he had a seventh in a 10th place finish and i end up having him in uh 36 or 37 he ended up being in 39 cast total to make hall of fame dang that's handy right there 
Yeah. But then, like, uh, of course, that's when I was trying to find me a young dog at the time because, that, you know, I was trying to find something else. You, you know, they ain't going to stay young forever. So uh, then that's how I end up getting uh, the knockout dog, you know, me and Joey. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, tell us. Uh, I know Cruz, is, he's been your uh, kind of, not say claim to fame, but, I mean, he is, you, he's made you – I mean, you've won a pile of money with him and yep. uh, hunts after hunts. But uh, so after that, was it was it knockout? Was that your next dog? Uh, yeah, that well, you really I hunted been... that I've really pushed. Yeah, I hunted. Uh, of course, I've handled Woody and a couple hunts for Michael when he started with right. XL. And uh, I hunted the Rex dog of Caleb Wilson's that's out of Woody. Oh, yeah, 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 hunted, yeah, yeah, that's right. I hunted him in a few hunts and, and done pretty good with him. How do you uh, like him? Rex is a squirrel dog. Um, he's not 100% what I call my type as far as a competition dog. Uh -huh. But as far as a squirrel dog goes, you won't find no better. Right. You know, I mean, he, he's as solid as they come as a squirrel dog. Right. Good. Got you. I had, because, uh, I, I mean, here's my thing. You know, I got a litter mate to uh, Birdie and uh that's who yeah. i'm pushing this year and i'm always i am so intrigued with this bloodline crap because dude I, I read i bred uh bucking bulls and raised those for years and years yeah. and years so the bloodlines and stuff that's what gets me that's what you know that's what fires me up and and uh anyway with that being said uh i always want I always i'm a man i love family breeding i do i ain't gonna lie to you yeah. i like that line stuff or you know my best bucking bulls come from half brother to half sister yeah and that that worked in bucking bulls and i've always said it, why there's no reason you know I, re, I you know they reproduce buckers i don't know why it wouldn't reproduce squirrel dogs you know oh. yep i agree 100 percent. and i've heard of people doing that and stuff and i think there's a kind of a fine line there to find the mm -hmm. right mixture that's but, it um well know, i just was looking at something out of woody you know the you know i would like to breed her back to something out of woody you know just a show yep. enough good son of a gun out of woody but yep anyway he, i was just curious uh, he, him and the buzz dog which of course they're you know they're litter mates um they're you know they're they're above average squirrel dogs I, right. I, is what i say of course you know i you know i won the junior nationals with buzz down there yep. and uh he uh I would say they're like I said, they're above average squirrel dogs. Right. We're still trying to find that one that's got more of the woody traits, but ain't been able to find him yet. <laughs> well, he was telling me, Michael was telling me that he's really liking what he's seeing out of his radio dog. Yeah. Um, I think that's what he yep, called. Yeah, I've got him. a litter mate. Yeah, radio. Yep, I've got a litter mate to to uh, to him. Right. Is he? Is that one training squirrels and stuff? Yep, she I she oh, I didn't she. start her tail later, but she's 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 starting to get treed now. She's good. She's very, very gamey and, and run anything at a lay a track. I like it. I definitely like I love a something that's gamey, you know. Yep. But um Yep, you it's it's one of the traits that we look for, especially in a pup, that's for sure. When they're when they're young, if they'll they'll wanna well, wander it, off and that's and right just that's the ones that that are doing that nine times out of ten i may be wrong but nine times out of ten 
they're not the ones that we got to walk by a squirrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's not the ones that just you walk one across a squirrel and they uh they get treed there at the end, but uh. <laughs> You know, they, they, they go out and find theirs. And that's what I'm on. You know, I'll tell anybody. If I got to walk my dog to go get under a squirrel, dude, I would just soon to save the money and... and be a steel hunter. That's right. I'd poach them. <laughs> you know, that's what I tell folks. That's what I, that's what I call people with the squirrel hunt without without dogs. You know, I got buddies and I pick and play with them. Hey, man, I love to eat squirrel. And I was like, all right, cool. You want me to bring my dog? Man, this fella don't want dogs. I was like, well, go poach them then. I'm not going, you know. If my <laughs> yeah, dog can't exactly. tree if my dog can't tree him, I don't want to go. But anyway, yeah. uh Hey guys, Bob Osborne with Timber Creek Dog Supply is a one-stop shop for dog supplies and hunting gear. He carries everything from coon lights and squalors to hip boots and tracking gear. So if you are in need for some new outerwear, a new thermal, or just a leading collar, check out Timber Creek at TimberCreekSupply.com or by phone at 662-230-7400. And if you are ever in the Oxford, Mississippi area, go check out Bob's store. So tell me about, uh, tell me about, who was we talking about? Knockout. Uh, yeah. Knockout. I was fixing to call him Punch, he, uh, but Knockout. He, uh, he was another one that pretty much I had about the same luck as I had with Cruz. Uh, they brought him up to me and, uh, I turned him loose. They made five trees with him the night before. And then ended up taking him to the hunt the next morning and ended up in the finals again. <laughs> uh, he just, uh, you know, the more I hunted him and stuff, and, you know, of course, me and Joey was talking back and forth. I was like, what do you think? What do you think? I was like, man, he can compete. He can compete. I know he can. And uh, I ended up, I think I had him in six casts or five casts last year and ended up in the finals of three of them. Right. Um, of course I didn't, I didn't push him in nothing small. It was just all the, all bigger stuff, you know, the, the world and, uh, uh, the truck hunt and, you know, the three, uh, the pro series or whatever, 
uh, Tri-State Series, whatever the NSD was we called that last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 that's right. But uh, he, uh, I like him really well. Um, you know, I, of course, I try to you draw your measuring stick by what you've done your previous winning with, and, you know, he, he's got big shoes to fill, but he's he's definitely trying to, that's for sure. That's right, and you, you know, you of all people are very fortunate enough to to have hunted, handled, and I mean, you've got some good measuring sticks up there. I mean, yeah, y'all th- out of y'all three, Perkins, y'all have Woody, Cruz, Pearl, uh, all world champions. Um, ain't no telling how I know I'm missing some more. These are the the three that you know. The XL, XL, yeah, I mean, we- shoot. Yeah, I forget about her. We you have told. the absolute. I mean, you know, if you want to find out what you got, all we got to do, all I got to do is call Mark or Josh, and we'll find out how good they are. That's exactly you're you know, exactly right. And then we've been very fortunate, of course. And we owned Rocky when we had him, and we and Scott had him. You know, we had we had every basis of a competition dog covered. We had your squirrel dog. We had your dog that would tree squirrels and make trees. Then we had your one that would cover or go out there and make a bunch of trees. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we had everything you could imagine. I forget. Covered, so I forget I mean, about you know Scott did well with Rocky. Oh yeah, and you know, I'm not trying to take nothing away from them. You know, the boys that started him oh, and yeah. stuff that had him before, That's but right. you know what rocky was back when he was younger which it ain't no different than what cruz was cruz wasn't near as bad as as what rocky was as far as like covering wise or you know just making you know 10 12 trees and a cast but you know he scott put in a whole lot of work to get rocky where he was where he could compete you know and he would go out there and tree squirrels and you know still you know do his rocky stuff that's right because he would i mean there's a bunch of cards that he's got, you know, he's won with squirrels, three, two, three wow. squirrels. But again, he, you know, he done, like you said, you know, Caleb, it's no secret. Yeah. I got Caleb lined up. I'd love to get Renfro on there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Um, But he, uh, yeah, he's done, you know, he did well with him. But like you said, y'all have had some doggone dogs that you could, I mean, Man, y'all have y'all yeah, really we've been, have. We've y'all. been very fortunate, that's, that's for sure. That's right. Y'all got some good ones and I mean that's like you said, you know, you think you got a dog? Hey, let's go try this dog. Well, we'll throw Woody, we'll throw Pearl, we'll throw Birdie, we'll throw whoever out there and we'll see what we got. Cruz. Yeah. I meant to say Cruz. But um We've uh we've went through quite a few. We would we would hunt them and, and single them out and stuff. I'm like, well, you know, they're pretty nice. You know, they, they'll do this, they'll do that, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Though. Now it's time to line them up with something. We'll see what we really got. That's right. And, <laughs> you know, and, and you, y'all have sold some nice dogs because yeah. they may not suit you, but they go, they'd suit the crap out of, you know, me or whoever else. Uh, y'all not selling yeah. coals, you know? No, no. Yeah, we sold uh, the Slim Dog. That's a letter mate to XL, which I done some winning with him. And uh, I, I don't think you could buy that dog for a hundred thousand dollars right now. And he's the one. I mean, is he that, the? He's at a pleasure hunter, right? He's at a pleasure hunter yep. up in Indiana. And like I said, I don't. You couldn't. You couldn't walk in there and give him a hundred thousand dollars. He'd sell him. Really? He absolutely loves him. Oh, well, that's what it's about. 
it's you know people don't realize like i said you know i'm going to a hunt and i'm paying a 500 entry i expect something that's going to perform right or wrong you know they've they've got to be consistent so you know they they've got to have that balance where they're go they got enough heart in them to get treed you know and I, that's what i try to you know a lot of people you know they say well oh, you know that i draw this dog so and so you know it's a cur dog or a tree and cur would just quit you know it hunted for 20 30 minutes and i was like what was it you know they got more brains than they got heart yep. you know that that head takes over it's like hey you know nothing's moving let's go you know let's go back to the truck where you know them crazy old hounds are like hey i just want to hear myself bark you know i'll get treat. <laughs> yeah let me it don't make me i can i'll go a mile i don't care i just need to get yep. treat i want to i like to tree yep that's that's exactly you know that's which and like i said i mean if you do what we do week in and week out i mean you we weren't you know you're you can't base your hunting on fair weather you know when you schedule a hunt so you have to take what's dealt you that's right that's like you know uh big jim he i felt like if you put him in squirrels he would uh treat squirrels but if he they were not down it was like he just wanted to go and just go yep, and go year, and the go year i wanted the year i won the invitational hunt the jpi we got ready to turn loose and uh i looked over at jeff I, it was cold that morning i think it was 60 some degrees the day before and we was hunting in t-shirts and uh, that next morning it was snow blowing i mean like 14 degrees i mean it was just total opposite of what we had the day before and i looked over at jeff and i said it's going to be tough he's like yep you're exactly right and i looked over at shannon and uh he just grinned shannon looney he owned big jim at the time right and uh jim said what's yours gonna do shannon he said i ain't got a clue i ain't never turned him loose in that like this <laughs> <laughs> it was his exact words and it, this is no lie we never an hour and 28 minutes went by before we ever laid eyes on him again. He come running by the tree and Shannon handled him. He really? never pulled a bark, but it traveled like nine point something miles. Dude, I had heard. That's what I mean. I never drew him. Uh, no, I didn't ever draw him. But anyway, um, yeah, I was talking to Osmus one time. He come to a Mississippi State hunt or something, and he cut him loose and got through the first round and he treated squirrels. But like that middle round, son. I believe yep. he, I think he went like seven miles. He was seven miles from where he cut him loose, treed. Yep. That's, that's exactly like I drawed him when Shannon first brought him out. He, we had a hunt up here at the house and, uh, he looked good. He actually ended up winning the cast that morning and, uh, or that afternoon. I drawed him that afternoon and, uh, he looked good, but squirrels was moving. You know, it was, it was totally opposite from when i you know i drawed him at the end of october first november the first time then turn around drawed him in in january and i was like wow you know i mean that that thing he left there he was the one that got under a chicken or something didn't he that jpi the year that uh michael uh uh yeah the year michael wanted he got into a chicken coop and or got into a, not in a chicken coop he killed a lady's pet chicken That's under right. her on the front porch <laughs> Dude, that was so funny to me. You know, it probably wasn't funny to them, right but it was funny we, when I read about that. If we'd have had it videoed when Greg got out of the truck and was telling about that, his face, we'd have made millions. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, my goodness, dude. I can only imagine. I can only yeah. imagine, dude. That's nuts. Uh, so, yeah, so...
Is that what you go hoot? So is that how you go haul this year? Yep, knockout's uh, the one I'll be behind this year. Right, right, right. Which, like I said, I've got this young dog and stuff that I'm 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 starting on pretty heavy, you know, here and there. And uh, is, if she keeps going the way she is, then I'll probably have her and just a few small stuff around here. I doubt she'll be, you know, she'll be far enough along to ever go to anything big. But just kind of breaking the ice, you know, hitting a few little ones with her would, you know, might be my plans. But like I said, I've got, and of course, I've got a baby coming the first of December. So yeah, I was gonna get around to that. To, I was gonna, uh, yeah, I was gonna get around to that. That's my, uh, I love, man. That's awesome, dude. You cannot. Yeah. I know it's gonna be, uh, man. That's gonna be a good deal. That's gonna be a good thing. Yeah, we're tickled to death. So my my hunt will be limited to the to the bigger stuff is what I'll pretty much focus on and go to. You know, I'll I'll stay around here, and make sure I've got him as as good as I can get him that way when we do go compete I yeah. feel like I've got the best chance that's right and that's what it takes man if you can do that day in day out and then go around to these bigger you know if there's one in, in your hometown sure run up there you know yeah but you know it's tough it really is now mine is 12 and fortunately right now he is playing football and they play on Thursday nights well, at some point, I know I'm gonna be playing football on Friday nights. So yeah, uh, and then he get you know he don't get out of practice till like five thirty, and then you got to do homework. So luckily, my wife she's a speech pathologist, so and and she she gets to uh, she gets home and she can help him with his homework, and I can tune on some stuff that just that you know during the week that I'm gonna run over to the to the local division hunts and stuff, but. Yeah. I'm gonna try to hit some some things. I'm having a uh, the USDC Blue Ribbon Hunt. We're doing a nine dog deal the Friday before. Uh, yeah. I'm not hunting in the JPI unless Miles Miller bought two uh, entries, and uh, I'm gonna if he needs me to handle a dog for him, I, I'll do that. But I'm gonna I'm definitely go ride up there with him and uh, check that out and shoot the junk with you guys uh that's a good one that's for sure that's right because that's what i wanted to do man you know a lot of people listen to this thing and i met you i met you at the world a couple times but uh yeah um but i just you know i just wanted like i like to i like to talk dogs and i like to talk period so I, the, yep. why not come to there <laughs> the, the 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 jpi i mean there's a there's a lot of hunts that's out there that's good you know the the, the talking and cutting up and carrying on, you know, before a hunt. And, you know, usually we, you know, a lot, sometimes a lot of them bigger hunts, we'll all get together, you know, 12, 14 of us go out to eat somewhere. And, yeah. you know, just the, the whole thing that, you know, leads up to it is just as much fun. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, I might sit there and, you know, we might, you know, share, a, you know, appetizer the night before, but if we draw out the next morning, I'm going to beat you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we can, uh... you know, but it's, we can shoot that's the junk, a, yeah. We can shoot the junk after the cast, but let's get this. Uh, that, exactly, let's hunt for an hour and a half first. That's exactly right. Yeah, I get um, it, brother. I do. I get it. Um, especially when it's something that that big of a purse on the line. You know what I mean? I get. You know, I, I, at the, I'll, I I can only imagine at these thirty dollars. Man, I hate to downgrade that. I look. I go to every one I can. Oh, uh, yeah. And I enjoy it so much that you know. I shoot the junk on that cast, you know, 
I want to win them just like I want to win the JPI, but yep. you know, but I just I really I like to shoot. It's more I guess it's more uh, it's easier to to pick and play at those than it is the the big the big times. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean that's that's you know that's just that's that's human nature. You know you're not you know you realize the prize ain't as big as what it what it could be. So you know, but. Like I said, you know, if I show up at a $30 hunt, I promise you mine's right. That's or it. Or I think he's right anyway, you know. And, you know, like I said, it ain't, it ain't so much being cocky or confidence or, you know, whatever you call it. But, you know, I feel like, you know, when you draw me, I'm the one that you need to beat. That's it. Uh, you know, because I, I feel like I've done my part, you know. So as long as he does his, you know, I feel like that I'm going to give us the, both the best chance it don't matter if it's for a thirty dollar hunt or four hundred for twenty thousand. That's right. I get that too. I really do. And I, again, I enjoy these hunts. Whether it's, uh, you know, I don't have a cur dog right now that I'm hunting to, to be able to go to. You know, I went to the UMCA World last year and finished third in it. Oh, uh, but I mean, he's just. I ain't hunted him. I'm, I'm really wanting to hunt the woody female. So, most of yeah. my hunts are gonna be the open hunts you know i don't have yeah. anything to to go to the to the to the straight curves not that i you know i don't want them to think that hey because bob osborne is he's one of my he's my name main most man you know he's my he's one of our sponsors uh and i'm i'll do anything i can to help the umca omcba whatever nkc i just i don't have anything right now if you call me said hey chris i'm gonna send this straight cur dog down there to you and uh she's ready i just want you know i just want to put in some some hunts closer to yeah. you i'd i'd love to do that you know what i mean but i just i don't have anything to, to to haul to him right now my tank he's he'll be he's eight years old not that he he'd he'd kill himself going because he's the type of dog that you said you know heart and stuff with the hurt feet man yeah two years ago i had that joker so man i had him so hot uh trying to tune on him and stuff and that dude was laying on his side just oh oh he was about dead i got him so hot man he was laying on his side at the tree and uh yeah i was like man but anyway oh that's why that's the way cruz is he he still he acts like he's three and wants to go every day i mean he's 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 wound for sound of course he ain't got to drive like he used to but well they, they unfortunately like you said the the good ones get old and man i hate it you know but we all know that there's that time that's coming. We just, you know, it, it just happens. Yep. So, so you go, you go do knockout this year. You go haul him and, um, yes, sir. And, and have a baby. So let's talk about that right quick. So that was, uh, that's the, the biggest blessing of all. Yep. Yep. Uh, very blessed. Uh, <laughs> everything's, uh, Everything. everything's going good yeah. and, uh, do December 1st and, Come uh, on. I think yeah, I think it's still December first, or they might have changed it to like the fifth or sixth something. But like, uh, of course, you know, the truck hunt is you know the weekend before, <laughs> and uh, I, t- I told her, I said, God, I said you gonna have to you know make sure you hold him in there for a few more days so I can get through the truck hunt. And uh, she said, Oh, don't worry. She said, uh, You actually be close because we have him that uh, up north is her baby or the baby doctor, right. which I'm actually from the hunt closer to the hospital than i will be at the house that's right so she that's said right. you know she 
of course she understands she loves these dogs she goes with me quite a bit and stuff so she uh she said well as long as everything's good she said you go on go to the truck hunt she said then if something happens you can just meet me at hospital that's right <laughs> i was i was not at home when when uh, Lindsay got uh when she uh when we had pacing i was about two hours away i drove in what we call the cowboy lane all the way down the interstate i'd get over and i'd pass her they wouldn't let me go and i'd pass vehicles on the little rumble strips man i was trying to get back before he was born i walked in <laughs> yeah. get put my little blue gown on they put my like wash me you know put this antiseptic stuff all over me and we went in there and we had a baby not a minute after i got in there so well, you make good time yeah, that's right i come on in there i was trying i was talking to to Lindsay, to my mother-in-law i was like hey i'm on the way you know i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming they call me back like 45 minutes where are you at where are you at i'm like 45 minutes out you know <laughs> but uh that's good stuff man that's great um well i'm excited for y'all y'all uh that man babies and kids are they are blessings man i tell you uh Especially now, Payson's 12, like I said, I can say, hey, run up there and feed the dogs. He knows what to do. Uh, it, 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 they big helps, too. <laughs> you can kind of tell them what to do now. But, uh, yeah, so let's see. I, there was something else I wanted to ask. Oh, shoot. You still with me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I was just making sure. I didn't know if I'd lost you. Sometimes these cell phones they'll they'll play oh, yeah. they'll play out on me. But uh, well, oh shoot, the baby I got that knocked out. Um, I wanted to talk about him. Um, mm, mm, mm. I'll forget. I'll remember it when I doggone get off the phone. We uh, <laughs> yeah. but no. Uh, so you go hit the bigger hunts, the truck hunts, and uh, kind of stay local for the most part, unless you you know. It's yep, that, that's the plan. They uh, that'll be uh, that'll be my main schedule. Be uh, like I said, they got we got the tri-state hunts around here again uh, for NSD, which is I think so great thing. You know, yeah. they started last year. I know they all didn't fill up, but uh -huh. uh, you know they're at the end of the hunt. You know, even if, if Gary Smith didn't win, you know he gets, you know he cashed four thousand dollars. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, so. Uh, that uh that whole series that jimmy and them started uh it, it's been great so mm -hmm. we're doing uh, so we're doing a uh a deal it's something similar i guess it'd be the same thing i don't know i got one in yeah i think it's the same thing they got yep. them i think they end up having nine and of course there'll That's be right. a final nine you know for the end of the year mm -hmm. uh money i'm gonna so, try uh, to get i got i know i got an entry at at uh because Chuck's Chuck Coomers didn't feel yet. I got you know Mississippi field the very first day, uh, yeah. and then uh, Tyler's. I'll go to his, uh, and then if you know when it gets if I do well at both of those for sure, then I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try to get one in at Arkansas. I, I mean uh, Missouri. I'll run up there because I'm gonna hunt yeah. Ava. Like I said, I'm gonna hunt Ava. She's a uh, excuse me. She's out of shape, but uh, she did you know we had 14 dogs this more uh saturday i wasn't there but i had a guy that ain't never hunted her and i was like just tree her she's not going nowhere yeah you know she she barked and she's a tree dog and i'll be dang the very first tree trees are boom and then you know i don't know what happened but she left and she never <laughs> left another one she never left another one but 
anyway. Uh, and they just they just dogs. They just dogs. They are. They are dogs. I had uh, I had crews. I can't tell. I can count on one hand how many times I've seen that dog leave a tree in his whole life that I've owned him. And uh, back at the ground floor hunt this year, back at up at Liberty, Indiana, the uh, the Saturday night cast, he left two trees. <laughs> I have no idea to this day what he done. Ain't and, that and, just, and just absolutely got a hundred percent lucky that end up winning the cast. I mean, and that's that's it. I mean, he just he looked awful, looked like he needed a bullet, and and just and still won. And you know, just that's, yeah. They uh, that's the, the those are the good ones though. You know, in my opinion, those are the good dogs that can still, you know, make it happen somehow. Consistent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he made he made two trees and and left two trees, and the other dog never got on the card. Is the only way I won. Wow, that's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah, then end up winning, then end up winning the whole thing. <laughs> he uh, that was his grace period. That was his hey, give me. That was his bye, I guess, or his his mulligan. That's what we call it in God. Yeah, that was his yeah, mulligan. Well, hey, we left up there, and I told Josh, and then I said, I just ought to go ahead and get my cash win money and just stay at the house. <laughs> I said, as sorry as, he, as sorry as he looked tonight, I'm going to waste my trip coming back up here in the morning. That's it. That is exactly right. Well, uh, what about, so I knew, um, we're winding down here. We've been on here an hour, over an hour, but uh, um, what you do, you hunt other, I mean, you you deer hunt and turkey hunt, because, I mean, I do that oh, as well. Yeah. Um is that you know you passionate about that as well i see yep yep i'd just soon turkey hunt as i would anything i love Dang. the crappie fish that's pretty much what all my my april until i start mowing i mow yards on the side uh from my regular job what do you do but for a living pretty much all, i actually work for a water company and run equipment for them which okay. we i pretty much do everything but i mean my main job is equipment operator so do you do like a uh like is it the, like the city municipality or something uh, yeah, basically, we're actually a water district, so we actually cover parts of three counties. Right, right. So uh, I sell pumps to in Mississippi to my biggest, my, my our market is city municipalities or county utilities, you know. Um, yeah, basically kind of pretty much the same thing as your county right. utilities. That's we right. just, yeah, we got about 30, I'd say we got around 38, 3,900 customers, something right. like that. Right, and you just, y'all service them, y'all fix it so yeah. are y'all a contractor for them no uh we're actually we're affiliated with the state so okay, I'm actually, okay. i actually work you know under the state retirement yeah, system and heck stuff, yeah. so. my wife does too that's nice um she'll be done like she's been with the i think she got probably like 15 years in already so it won't be long yeah, i think i've got uh i've got right at around 16 more before when i can fully retire that's right and draw full benefits and well yeah Cause I Which think her, probably won't happen now. Cause yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. fixing to have a have a little one, but yeah, uh, at, at that time, then like I said, I can retire. Cause I I pretty much started with a state right out of high school. Yep, her too. She went to college, got her degree, and then went to work in uh, work with a the state. They I think her number is like the magic number is like twenty eight or something like that. It's what they're these mag yeah. you know twenty eight years or something like that. But uh yeah so uh but yeah i'm with you on that whole dude i've been a turkey hunter my whole entire life and i messed yep. around and told payson uh 
I guess two years ago that I would not, because I do, I mean, I tried to get him on birds, tried, and I did. I got him all on top of birds, and we just, <laughs> he just couldn't get it done. But, uh, yeah, it happened. Oh, That's yeah, true, and I told him, I said, he would get upset, man, the turkey be out there strutting, and, you know, we had three long bears strutting at 80 yards, and I was like, just chill, just chill. And, you know, they see him or something, you know. Uh, yeah. But I was like, he was like, I said, I tell you what, I won't go, I will not kill another turkey until you kill another one. And he has held me to that. <laughs> and I have not, man, he goes with me as much as he can. And I'll go and I'll just basically lead a tr the, the, you know, the, the gun at home. I'll go roost some turkeys or I'll go listen before work. And, you know, I'll hear turkeys for us to go get on. And it's just, man, it's been tough, yeah. you know. Uh, he he shot and i caught up two long beers last year and he shot and missed uh it just you know he gets We've there done it. That's oh shoot yeah I, I built him one of those little old four tens it's nice and i had the turkeys at 20 steps and he the, the hunt before he left his little i put him a little i was like hey put this red dot on the turkey right there you know and he had left it on and when he's like daddy i can't see my dot so here i am holding my 20 gauge i built a 20 gauge 1187 that is a turkey shooting fool i was like here here so turkey's out there strutting i let him walk off and we swap i get his gun and he gets mine and uh get him set back up and i call the turkeys back up may come up there and again he shot and missed with mine but uh anyway that's a part of it and we go i yeah, told him that's what yeah i told him i was like man we will uh i've missed my share of them but uh and you said you you crappie fish but you you come to grenada lake here in mississippi don't you yep yep usually every year right after the world hunt after the usdc world hunt on sunday we usually leave either sunday night or monday morning we stay down there seven nine days Y'all like that. It just all depends on the weather. Do y'all stay in like cabins or something? In a cabin there? Yeah. So we rented houses down there on Sardis. Yeah. Um, or we've stayed at the. Oh, uh, so do y'all y'all fish Sardis, not Grenada? Well, usually we'll fish. We'll stay there around Sardis, and we'll fish Sardis, or then we'll run down fish Grenada two or three days. You know, we just kind of bounce back and forth wherever. You know, if the weather, you know, water is different, or mm -hmm. you know, vice versa, we. We just kind of bounce around back and forth. Y'all troll, or I mean, do y'all bring your own yeah, boats and stuff? Mostly spider rig, yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a big all aluminum boat, mm -hmm. twenty foot, and yeah, we mostly just spider rig. Now we have been down there at times where you, you know, you're catching them, you know, when they're up on the bank. But most of the time, we we try to get down there early enough where they're still out in them flats, and we'll spider rig now. And y'all jigs, we y'all catch them on jigs, right? Yeah, mostly jigs. Sometimes we'll run double minute rigs, but yep. most of the time it's jigs. Right. We have caught them down there wading and stuff, which is fun, but I hate going, you know, driving all that far and parking my boat and getting out of it and having yeah. to walk. Like, I understand. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, that's, I got some buddies that do that too. They do wade and they wear them out, but yeah. I ain't about that. Um, my, some, man, so I, the reason I never got really, I mean, I'll fish one or two days was some of my buddies some i got my church and or shoot one two three three or four of them that's all they do i'll turkey hunt and they they crappie fish but that's why i never really got into it my dad's a big turkey hunter and you know we just grew up turkey hunting you know um mm -hmm. and it's it's the crappie here at the reservoir at ross barnett they are 
they wearing the crappie out while we, you know, turkeys is gobbling. So I just never yeah, have. Usually, what I, my my spring consists of is I'll I'll turkey hunt till about eleven or dinner. You know, unless I kill one or whoever I'm taking kills one, and we're hopping in the boat and we're going to the river or one of the couple lakes around here. Right. So y'all That's, y'all got some pretty good crappie fishing up there. Yeah, I mean, we catch some good fish, but it ain't nothing like down south, you know. They just, that's a different, that's a whole different, you know. Well, that lake, those two lakes that you're, that you called out, I mean, those are like, they known all over for, I mean, they they make, there's a fish hatchery off of one of them lakes up there, uh, but they just, I mean, they got big fish too. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, a pound and a half, you know, usually a pound, pound and a quarter crappie, you know, you got to throw back. Yep. Because they, they, you know, they ain't over 12 inches. And shoot, it broke my heart the first year we went down there. <laughs> I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, but you, y'all got, y'all get into some big ones, don't you? What's, reckon what the biggest one you caught? Uh, I've caught one that weighed just a touch over three. The, the biggest one we've caught. Uh, my dad caught one about three years ago that weighed uh, three two. Holy moly! That was that's the biggest one we've caught. That is a stud. I mean, yeah. Lord have mercy. That is a bu- that's a that's some slabs there. Yep. Y'all eat them too, Which huh? That's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We usually have quite a few fish right that's here right. and stuff and. Which that's I'll start back here. Usually I'll start back fall fishing about this time of year between it and deer hunting. That's so. It. I'll get my fix of the get the freezer back full of fish, then try to kill me a deer, then I'll be squirrel hunting full time. I'm usually I try to hopefully if I can get get a deer killed here in September. That way I ain't got to yeah. worry about the rest of the year. Do you? Do you? I just squirrel hunt. That's right. Do you squirrel hunt and tune your dogs and stuff? Do you do that on the same property you deer hunt? Yeah, a lot of times. Of course, I, yeah. I bought a farm and I I, uh, I mean there's been a many a time which I'll have you know guys at coon hunt and stuff. They come up and, you know, they'll hunt and run dogs right through here the night before, then I'll be in the deer stand the next morning. That's right. And kill deer. You know, I just, yep. Well, that's, that's, yep. that, that was the point I was trying to make, you know, some of <laughs> yeah. these people down here, we dog hunt, deer hunt, uh, we, I squirrel hunt, coon hunt, but, you know, a lot of these people, they just, and I'm, you know, it's their property, but, you know, they don't want us on their place, you know. They'll, yeah. they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, man, I want to get some guys together and let's let's go let's go shoot some squirrels. I was like, all right, cool. You know, uh, then it's like, well, let's just wait till, uh, let's just wait till the end of November or, or after, you know, end of December. And I was like, well, shoot, man. Yeah. You want me to. But it's hard for us. I mean, we, we're very, very fortunate where we live. I mean, I can drive. I mean, I can be, well, of course, I can be hunting out my back door, you know, any day. Right. But, I mean, just right here around my house, I can go pretty much any direction and turn a dog loose and be turned loose in five minutes. Right. But the deer hunting around here is just absolutely crazy. So through pretty much the first two weeks of November, it's hard to turn a dog loose unless you own the land. Yeah. Just because of the fact that there is so many deer hunters out of state and Uh stuff. And, you know, around here there used to be all kinds of tobacco well when the tobacco buyout come through and stuff and people's having to you know get public jobs they quit farming well their you know next means of income for that farm was leasing it out so 
you drive around through here during you know first week of november through the end of november it's nothing but you know alabama georgia yeah. ohio indiana florida you know just people lease the property up and yep deer hunt it yeah i get it yeah so the landowners you have to you know they're that's their means of income uh, yep. so you have to kind of abide by their leases and i get it but well, i guess what i was yep. just you know i just never have you know i guess growing up deer hunting with dogs and then you know going and and and, and sitting in a deer stand after we've run dogs all day you know and then after lunch go catch your dogs up and then you know go get on a stand and still shoot the deer i mean i literally have <laughs> yeah we really have jumped a deer on a food plot or on a corn feeder basically run him all morning never got killed you know with two or three people shot at him go get in the stand that evening and catch him and i kill him or somebody will kill him coming back to his bed you know what i mean yeah they don't yeah. run out of the country like people would just assume but uh anyway that's and that's the whole and i'll tell you like i tell everybody on the, every episode this that's that's what this this whole pocket to, to bring awareness and stuff to that you know we're not out to you know that there is some bad apples don't get me wrong but yeah. we uh i got a guy coming out that'll be out in a couple weeks uh no it'll be it'll be next week matter of fact because cody's got one coming out tomorrow but uh it's a it's a guy that's a big deer hunter deer dog hunter he's he does a lot on that TikTok. He's a funny freaking human being, but uh, yeah, he uh, his name's Tony Davis. He's the buck assassin, and he uh, <laughs> but that's all they do is deer hunt with dogs and stuff. And and I told him I was like, man, this is just to bring awareness, you know. So, you know, we we try to fight these guys that to keep from keep from you know cutting the dogs, you know, keep them from yeah, you know shutting down the dog hunting but anyway well brother like i said most of your deer hunters they just they don't they don't realize that they've never dog hunted you know before that that what what really goes on and what you know and i will you a lot of times use dogs to find out where the deer are feeding yep like that you know when an acorn start dropping all you gotta do is turn a dog loose wherever they're in there treeing a bunch of squirrels yep. that means them acorns is in there falling that means them deer's gonna be in there feeding that's exactly <laughs> that is exactly right and you know I, this whole uh, you know I, I got interviews lined up with guys that you know blood trail or uh, you know when you make a bad shot you know and that's what yep. I try to tell people you know hey dude you know you mad at me cause I got a pack of you know walker beagles and and i'm running my deer to kill them but you know who do you call when you make a bad shot over at corn That's pile exactly you know? right yep you call it a dog <laughs> man i mean same principle but anyway that's what uh that's that's my whole argument and the, and the point behind this was not only to glorify you guys for winning these hunts and stuff but you know to bring awareness to to the to the other people that hey man we not we're not out to you know these dogs is you know it's a way of life that we grew up doing you know so yeah i did have a picture on my phone which i just i had to get a new phone there a couple of weeks ago and lost all my contacts and uh and pictures but uh i had a picture of knockout treed and there was a deer a buck it was actually i mean probably 130 135 inch deer bedded probably 10 maybe 15 yards up the hill right behind him and he never even had a care nope, in the world the deer, at the, the, the deer probably would have never moved if I hadn't walked up the hill and, right. uh, and and got, you know, closer to him. 
Because I mean, he just said, when I was down the hill, he was he was fine. I mean, he just sat there and watched me and watched <laughs> that dog. He never took his eyes off that dog, but he uh, he never moved until I walked up the hill to uh, to handle him. Yep, that's how it is, man. They, you know, I've seen them coon hunting and stuff, be treed and you know it'd be phones and stuff laid up, you know, right there beside. <laughs> yep. I'm like, nah, really, but. It's their land, so we have to respect them, you know. Oh. That's exactly right. Well, shoot, man. You got anything else you want to talk about before we get off? Huh? Chris, I think, uh, <laughs> I think I'm good. Well, good. So, good. This is what Mom will do. I'm going to get you to go win a couple hunts this year, and then when the big stuff comes around, like the truck hunts and stuff, we'll, because uh, we're going to interview the winners of the big hunts and stuff also, like we do pro sport right now. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm hoping I'll be talking to you again pretty soon. I'm not gonna lie to you. I hope you get the chance to two or three times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> so uh, anymore, I'll be tickled to death. That's with, right. Uh, with with a couple finals or or winning one. Ain't no doubt about it, bro. Ain't like it used to be. Oh, I know. It's every. That's what we've talked about. Anybody? Oh, Joe Blow down the road's got a good squirrel dog now. Yes, sir. Yep. Anybody can win one. That's that you know any weekend. It could be their time. But I like I said, it, we, it's back to that consistency yep. thing. I'm looking for that one. That's 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 there knocking on the door or in the finals week in and week out. That's right. We there. I'm sure, and there are people that's just breeding to to anything now. But for the most part, man, the stuff that we do, there's people making good crosses and and reproducing good squirrel dogs and. Oh, you yeah. know, any chance, any anybody, anybody, I mean, you could used to, you, like Doyle Sherman said, you know, he's like, I'm not bragging on jamming Bo, but he said, dude, there really wasn't a whole lot of good dogs back then, you know, he said, but now, yeah. he's like, you go, you know, the first round at a, at a $30 division hunt, you can draw two world champions, you know? Yep. So. And just the, no longer than the time that I've started this. I mean, I could tell a world of difference. In the you know, line of dogs. After, you know the first, oh yeah, just you know the first four or five, you know, hunts that I went to. I mean, I could, you know, I could walk in there and tell you, you know, first twenty-seven dogs there, I can pick out, you know, five of them that's got a chance to be in the finals. Right. You know, and I mean that's just that's the way it was week in and week out. I mean, you know, you you look back through, you know, when, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and stuff like that. Yep. And, you know you'll see that it was the same dogs week in and week out and you know and, and you know, woody he was you know if the payouts was what they are now it ain't no time what he'd have won back then man i know and it's nuts I, we talked about me and michael talked about that and yeah it's, it's just, just it, it, it would probably be double i'm just being honest probably because oh, he's over a hundred i know uh yeah so yeah i mean geez louise yeah you're right yeah everybody's breeding for more of the compass style dog you know especially that's that's hunting these bigger money hunts and stuff that's right I mean, that's that's right and then then honestly and i tell people we are as competition hunters are what you breeding your backyard squirrel dog to because i mean a lot of people like again like jody mullins and all that he breeds to his line of dogs and that's what he's reproducing yep. you know you know the five guys but you know nine times out of ten you go be more apt to breed your female to the to the woodies or to whatever that's winning you know what i mean versus my yep. dog that's not you know because 
I mean, at the end of the day, that's just what you're trying to get something out of that. And that's exactly right. You know, I, I might know where a, where a good, good squirrel dog is, but if, you know, if my dog's liking something, I'm going to try to put that in it. Yep. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, but yeah, well, man, you don't know how much I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm finally, I'm glad that we got this done because I've been wanting to do it, um, for a few months. Enjoyed it. So, uh, well, again, like I said, brother, I look forward to seeing you down the road again, getting back up with you and uh, shooting the junk again. Yes, sir, Chris. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Hey, good luck. If I don't talk to you or see you before that baby gets here, y'all good luck. And... Hey, thank you. I'm All right, sure we'll, uh, there'll be plenty of pictures. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to see them. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, brother. Be safe. See you, man. I'm in. Big John Perkins. Today's word comes to you from Psalms 147.3. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up, up their wounds. Psalm 147.3. Today's word comes from Revelation 7, 9 through 10. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nation and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and psalms are in palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our god which sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb revelation 7 9 through 10 <laughs> 